Joyful, joyful, we adore thee, God of glory, Lord of love. Hearts unfold like flowers before thee, opening to the sun above. Melt the clouds of sin and sadness, drive the dark of doubt away. Giver of immortal gladness, fill us with the light of day. As the French P once said to the children of Israel, Hello, children. Hello. As you can tell, that is not Cameron. I'm sorry. I'm apologizing now. I've mentioned it two weeks in a row that Lou and I would get back together and then to do stuff and work gets in his way. I mentioned it on Tuesday that we would be back yesterday and we weren't and I'm sorry. So that means everyone's disappointed at the sound of your voice. I am (laughs) Cameron. I'm not Lou. (laughs) And everyone is disappointed in the sound of your voice, just so you know that. Oh, okay. Because they thought I was Lou. So why did you apologize for me being Cameron? You said I'm sorry. Because you're not Lou. But you said I'm not. That's not Cameron. Is what oh, you I'm said. sorry. Is that what I said? <laughs> yeah. I was all right, confused. fine. Well, you cannot be Cameron too today, for all I care. Oh, we'll get to identify someone else. It's 2021. Why you not? too can be the rutabaga. <laughs> be the rutabaga. Why? Be the rutabaga. rutabaga. Why not? What's wrong with the rutabagas? Exactly. There's yeah, nothing wrong with the rutabagas. See, I think what we've just learned is that Cameron is a is a veget. I'm a veget. Yes, a what vegetable is- bigot. A veget. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. No. Yes. No, no, no. Yes. You're an anti rutabaga bigot. A rutabigot. A rutabigot. <laughs> a rutabigot. You are a rutabigot. <laughs> my story, and I'm sticking to it. Oh my gosh. All right. Woo, all right. Before we go any farther off the rails, let's jump back on yep, the Yeah, here we go. We've gathered together to tell you that every time you think you're out, they pull you back in. Oh no. Yes. Okay. That is your Godfather reference of the day. I don't plan on having any more Godfather references. So if Yay. you didn't like that one, I'm sorry. And if you did like that one, well, you're just gonna have to you're just gonna have to deal with it because that's all you're getting. Hi. All right. Story number one. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> you say okay. You say that like you're ready. Are they we gonna both, get better or worse? We both know you're not ready. There is no better or worse this week. It is just all dumb. All right. Sheet music is racist. As a singer, <laughs> I am confused. How is sheet music Well, racist? I would expect such unintelligent psychobabble from a rutabigot, so <laughs> that, that, this makes perfect sense. <laughs> I'm just asking the question, how? Explain right. to me how, please. What, do, what is their explanation as to why? The, you, there was a how? story going around. I love this because I, what I'm going to read to you is from the fact check. From the fact check. That's okay. not the source. That's what this actually is, is a oh. fact check telling you how uh, the university, the, the, here's the claim. <coughs> Excuse me. The UK's University of Oxford is considering removing sheet music from its music curriculum as part of a sweeping change intended to decolonize the music program. All right. The assessment by the Associated Press is that this is a false claim. There are no plans under consideration to remove sheet music or Western musical notation from the music curriculum at Oxford University. The music faculty are planning to add new offerings to the curriculum to be announced in the in the coming months, a representative from the university said. So, story went around that there were some sources, I think it was the Telegraph, Telegraph in the UK. Okay. Broke the story and said that there were some professors <coughs> who were pushing to remove the musical study of musical notation. So how we write our notes. Because it's racist. Because it's white supremacist. Because white paper, black notes. Yeah, so the, the AP is claimed. No, 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 no. 
no, 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 no. Western musical notation. Classical musical notation is racist because it comes out of a racist culture. That is how systemic racism works. Uh, once again, okay. I, I would expect a rutabigot to not understand this. Yeah, no, stop that. <laughs> uh, no, I will not stop that. I will not stop that. I, okay. I, I am on a crusade for justice for rutabagas of all shapes and sizes. Gotcha. And I will not tolerate your, <laughs> your de-vegetabilizing <laughs> of my rutabagan brethren. <laughs> I'm We're not just let- making up words as we go. I'm not letting this go. Obviously. I'm, I'm not letting this go. Now, okay. the reason I read you that is because they're claiming this is not true. Here's their justification. The article reported that documents showed some faculty members had proposed reforms to address the music program's focus on white European culture. <clears throat> the Telegraph has seen proposals for changes to undergraduate courses in which some staff question the curriculum's complicitly complicit complicity in Mm -hmm. white supremacy professor said the classical repertoire taught at oxford spans which spans works by mozart and beethoven focuses too much on white european music from the slave period to which at that point you should hear dun 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 so mozart and beethoven in that time frame. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Remember, uh-huh. the article's reporting that Oxford is debating on can getting rid of musical notation. I don't know how you write music if you don't have musical notation. Okay, so we're going to start using squares instead of circles? Bongos. I mean, just, everything, will be, everything will be based on bongos. They're just going to change what the notes look like to no, say that everything will be different. everything will be based on bongos. You'll have that one hippie oh, dude okay. in the corner be like, dude, man, just find the rhythm of the nature, man. We're all one with the universe, man. And he'll be on his little bongos and everybody will just get in line. And it's like that dude at every youth retreat who's got a guitar sitting oh. in the corner and he only knows like three chords, but he makes every song sound the same with his three chords. Yeah, he, we're just going to go back to that guy. I picture Butterfield. Butterfield. Was that his name? No. I, yes. We named him Butters, though. Yeah, he named him Butters. So. <laughs> You can't do that. That takes too long to explain to people, and they don't get the jokes. But yeah, so that he he was our bongo dude back in the Telegraph article reported that faculty members had proposed proposed reforms, rethinking the study of musical notation, but it did not report that the complaints meant the university was considering ditching sheet music. Okay, that's their argument. That's the only argument. We're rethinking the the study of musical notations, but that doesn't mean we're going to get rid of it. We're rethinking the study of musical notations, but that doesn't mean it's going to go away. How in tarnation do you rethink the study of musical notation? That's like me going, I think we need to rethink the study of English, man. Well, how should, does that mean we're getting rid of the language? No, man, we just need to rethink the way we study the English, man. So instead of learning... We need to rethink letters, dude. So instead of learning the ABCs and A, B, C, D, E, F, G, that particular order, we're going to mix up the order? I have no idea, uh, but that, this is that, my point. This is That's what, just dumb. We have a word for this in, in, in public relations. It's called damage control. Like, oh no, somebody said the quiet part out loud, and now we have to deal with it. Now, Yeah, that's what that sounds like. The reason why this becomes so hard to comprehend is because just like you don't see the personage of the rutabaga... Mm-hmm. <laughs> ha ha, it is to laugh. <laughs> yes, Bugs. <laughs> no, that was Daffy. Was that Daffy? And my okay. both of them, actually, at some point. Swinks in a way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just as you don't see the personage of the rutabaga, you don't see the racism of musical notation. This is, again, why 
I explain and why I tell you, you have to think through things critically from a Christian perspective because your initial thought is, well, this is dumb. And the answer is you're absolutely right. This is dumb. But the question becomes, why is this the argument from the world? And the answer is because musical notes are racist because they come out of a white Western European culture. Now, I don't know the history of musical notation, and I got really bad news for all of you music people. I don't care either. So the argument is that this system comes out of a West, a predominantly white European culture. And even if it doesn't, it thrived there. How about that? We can all agree on that. Okay. The the great composers are predominantly European white dudes. Yes. Therefore, because we know you, this system is from is thriving in a European white dude system, and we already know because duh that European white dudes in and of themselves are racist. Therefore, anything that they produce is racist. That hurts my head. <laughs> Do you, you you can't even think logically around that. Yes, you can. It, no, it, that just... Now, here's the fun part. Refute uh, that from a biblical perspective. God created people. Yes, gave but... gave people different No, gifts. no, see, you're off to the wrong start here. Okay. All right, we're going to borrow, we're going to align with them slightly so that we can get this right. Okay. All right? All right. So, as a Christian... How do you look at another Christian to know whether or not they are walking in the faith? You have to talk to them. You cannot look at them and say, see that. Well, no, you can't look at them, but how do you do it? You can't just like have a conversation and be like, oh, that guy's got it. You have to ask them. No, you can't just ask them. People lie. Well, true. Well, you have to look at the fruit. How There's looking. what I'm looking for, an actual Bible to, verse. Yeah, you have to look at A tree is known by its fruit, fruit. Yeah, and, that yeah. produ- and that fruit is produced over time. So, bad tree... Bad fruit. Uh-huh. Good tree. Good fruit. Okay. Now, the intersectionality in us all here apparently would argue, well, yes, but we already know that white civilization is bad fruit or is a bad tree. Therefore, it's producing bad fruit. How do you know that? And what's, what's their the def- definition of good and bad? There it is. There it is. Well, slavery is bad. It, well, no, well, see, I could argue that it's not. In the you know from a worldly point of view, okay, we're either going to kill you, so I can slit your throat right now, or you can come back to my place and work for my family for the rest of your life. Gotcha. Choose. Okay, I guess that that would be one way you life over death. <laughs> that would be a good thing. You're going to starve to death, but I will feed you if you come work for my family. Mm-hmm. Can you just leave? No, you Not owe really. me. No. You owe me. You're alive because I'm, I'm taking care of you. Yes, I'm taking this care is, of you. This is a form of slavery. I See, pay you. slavery in and of well, you're not a payment. It's just a I don't let you die. Gotcha. That's my okay. that's my moral obligation. So I don't a, let you die. So you can look at it as a means of survival. Yes. You are allowed you The point being slavery in and of itself is not objectively evil. Now, can it be used, and was it used in an evil manner, especially yes. American chattel slavery of the 19th century? Yes. And before, yes. It, but I'm talking I'm talk about predominantly there. Could Were there Roman concepts where it was misused? Absolutely. Just like everything, there is fruit that is born. The institution is not evil. The use of it by humans is evil. Mm-hmm. Case in point, does white Western civilization produce slavery? Well, it did. Mm-hmm. Did they invent it? 
No. No. So is that a fruit of our civilization? No. no it's a fruit of world being a human being. Yeah. What is the fruit of Western European civilization? I would argue Western civilization in of itself. Democratic mm-hmm. forms of government, capitalism, the Protestant Reformation, the Enlightenment, the Renaissance. These are all the fruits of Western civilization. The core is not rotten in and of itself. Therefore, all of the fruit is not rotten in and of themselves. Yeah. To argue from back- backwards, say anything produced by this culture is evil. If I do that with Islam, aren't I called a bigot? Yes, you are. See, this is the problem. This is the danger of what critical theory and intersectionality does, is it removes the starting point from God and his revealed word. And it moves the starting point to something we identify, which means the starting point is really what? Us. It's us. Mm-hmm. So this becomes your problem. So yeah, we're and, and what I love is this is why you have to bring all the light to this stuff, because the minute they get found out, like oh no 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 we're not actually doing that so let's 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 pretend pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ready? Okay. We have a problem in this country. Mm, one. Yes. All right. This this one. is a big problem. A big one. Okay. We have a dearth. There is a vast empty void that needs to be filled by bakers in America. By bakers. Bakers. Okay, a vast empty field. We don't have enough bakers. We do not have We do not have enough bakers. There are not enough people opening businesses that make cake. Okay. All right. And there are especially not enough people who open businesses that make cake in Colorado. Oh, I don't blame them. There's a reason for that. No, 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 no. I, I have objective proof that there are not enough people who make cakes in Colorado. All right. What because there's that? only one guy that does it. There is? Yeah, Jack Phillips. He's the only guy in Colorado that bakes cakes. Because every time the uh, LGBTQ rainbow alphabet soup people need a cake, that's who they go to. So that it tells me that there is no other cake baker in Colorado. There Walmart doesn't have a bakery in Colorado. And yet they opened no up marijuana legally. Apparently <laughs> they have you no can, one to bake but this one poor man. You can His get baked. He only has. But you can't bake, apparently. <laughs> no, the reason I say that is this is, yes. this is hysterical. All Jack right. Phillips is the most evil baker in human history. Oh, really? Yeah. And that, by the way, we didn't mention this earlier, and I should. I am so organized today. I actually have, like, written out stories so I can get all the details and stuff right. This okay. is my apology for not getting the podcast with Lou on here yesterday. So there you go. There you go. Autumn right. Scardina. Okay. Attempted to order a birthday cake on the same day in 2017 that the the United States Supreme Court announced it would hear Baker Jack Phillips' appeal in the wedding cake case. So Mm -hmm. background, a gay couple came to Jack Phillips and said, we'd like you to make a cake for our wedding. And Jack said, I can't do that. I'm not going to do that. I'm a Christian. I don't think you're... I don't think I should be participating in the celebration of your wedding. You're welcome to go to one of the other 97,842 bakers in the state of Colorado, I'm guessing. Yeah. And they said, no, we'll sue you instead. We want So on the day that that happened, on Uh the day the Supreme Court agreed to hear the appeal on this case. Was he in the courtroom? No, they announced that they would hear the arguments. Okay. This woman went to his bakery to order a cake. Scardina, an attorney. Oh, yeah, this is a setup. Requested a cake that was blue on the outside and pink on the inside in honor of her her gender transition. So I'm guessing Autumn was... An Adam? A dude. And is a chick or is is a chick? According to the cake colors, is a boy would feel like a woman. 
Because he's so a girl on Autumn, the inside. Autumn used to be a dude. <laughs> I'm girl on the inside, boy on the outside. So, so I, Autumn guessing. used to be a dude is what we're going to go with. I think so, yeah, So maybe. Autumn is a dude. So okay. to quote the great prophet, um, Austin Powers, that's a man, baby. <laughs> okay, I'm guessing, okay. <laughs> or to quote the great uh, t- prophet, Stephen Tyler. Dude looks like a lady. Dude looks like a lady. Yeah. <laughs> and man, he feels like a woman. There you go, Shania. There you go. Got them all in there. So... Her lawsuit is the latest in a series of cases around the U.S. that pits the rights of LGBTQ. Oh, bigots wrote this story. They, they left, left out the I, the A, and the plus. How are plus identified people supposed to feel like they're validated if they're not in the news story? But anyway. Do they have minus people too? Oh, now you're just trying to cancel them. <laughs> See, there you go, unpersoning them, just like the rutabaga. You should be ashamed of yourself, you rutabigot. <laughs> I just, if you can have one, why can't you have the other? That's all. Mm. Anyway, go ahead and carry so, on. So, they have pit the rights of LGBTQ people against merchants' religious objections, an issue that remains unsettled by the nation's top court. On Monday, during a virtual trial being conducted by a state judge in Denver, Scardina said Phillips had maintained that, as a Christian, he opposed making the gay couple's wedding cake because it involved a religious ceremony, but would sell any other type of product. Okay. She said she called Philip's Masterpiece Cake Shop to place the order after hearing about the court's announcement because she wanted to find out if he really meant it. Isn't that so nice of her? Like, you said something, and I want to hold you to it. Look at this accountability. Isn't it a beautiful thing? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if she shaved her face first. Uh-huh. When her lawyer, Paula Grison, asked whether the call was a setup, she said it was not. You you literally just, you just said it was said, a setup. You just said, wait a minute, wait a minute. I called to see if he was if he really meant it. That's a setup, you lying. Oh my gosh, you're lying. See, here's what we did as we set him up, but it wasn't a setup. It was just like us trying to I set him up. I still kind of wanted the stuff. cake. So, yeah. yeah, I actually wanted uh, cake. So It was, it was more setup. of calling someone's bluff, she said. Oh my gosh. Goodness. Now, I mean, I love this because, see, the, the lawyer for Phillips has said the message would be that he agrees that a gender transition is not something to be celebrated. This is from Gates, Sean mm-hmm. Gates, which is Jack Phillips' attorney, okay. who noted later that Phillips has objected to making cakes with other message he opposed, including Halloween items. This dude's serious. He, he is serious. He's a straight-up fundamentalist Christian who, uh-huh. I'm not doing Halloween. Look, if I'm not making you a Halloween cookie— I'm surely not making you a gender transition cake, just so you know. Yeah. So in opening arguments, his lawyer said his refusal to make Scardina's cake was about its message, not discriminating against Scardina, echoing assertions made in Phillips' legal battle over his refusal to make a wedding cake for Charlie Craig and Dave Mullins in 2012. That's how long they've been going after this man, since 2012. With Phillips getting media attention since then, he could not create a cake with a message he disagreed with. I love this. Like, this yep. is why I say we need more bakers, because yeah. it is obvious to me there's no one else in Colorado to go to who will make you a cake. Mm-hmm. And so this evil bigot Jack Phillips, when he won't make you the cake, what else are these people supposed to do? Go somewhere box. else? Buy a box. No, apparently there yeah. are no there, other there's cakes. There's no boxes. There's there are no, no flour. Cakes. There's no sugar. You have he has to, all the flour, all the sugar, all I don't the know what Jedi mind it's trick or voodoo cakes. incantation <laughs> that Jack Phillips has placed over the, over the state of Colorado. But you can't get another cake. Uh-huh. except for the ones that he makes, apparently. Maybe uh-huh. he supplies all the cakes in the state, and everybody else is just acting like they bake. Now, Maybe. that notwithstanding, okay. I keep saying this. I'm going to say it again. When do the locusts stop? They don't. Now, if I throw the corn cob that can't be, de- can't be chewed by the locusts, do they stop swarming on it? 
Oh no, they'll sit there and they'll move it over here to this spot, and they'll keep trying, and they'll leave another group of come. That's up what Jack is right now. Yeah. That's what Jack Phillips is right now. Yeah, he's the corn. Man. He's the corn cob. The locust can't manage to gnaw apart. So what they do is they just keep. They just keep swarming back to it and coming back to it. And, they, and his lawyer points out, like, at this point, this is harassment, guys. Yes, it is. And it's not even subtle. Mm-mm. It's it's not even subtle harassment. You're just, you're literally just going after this man because you can. He really just needs to put up a sign that says, I only bake cakes for, and then put what those events are, and that's it. That way yeah. he doesn't have to say, I don't. I do only do it these. Here's where your theology has Bless to be heart. robust and sound. Mm-hmm. Because we're not promised prosperity in Mm-mm. this world. I don't care what the prosperity gospel people say. They're oh, wrong. Yeah, they're wrong. There's they're a wrong. heretics podcast about that. Go back and look for the heretics podcast. They will do you good. They are wrong. We are not promised a bed of roses. We are promised difficulty. Father against son. You know, mother against daughter. In-laws against each other. Which mm-hmm. that just might be part of the human condition. It has yeah, nothing to do with the gospel. Mother-in-law but, versus daughter-in-law. Well, if you mother-in-laws <laughs> weren't so vicious, it wouldn't be such an issue. <laughs> <laughs> it's not me. It's this mother-in-law that you gave to me. Wait a minute. I don't have a mother-in-law any longer. Your mother passed away. So and she was an. She liked you better than me. What do you mean? You're, you never had a I bad did, mother-in-law. I, I did not have a bad mother. That woman we had loved moments, you. She was like, oh, my son is home, and there's my daughter-in-law. Yay! Yeah, exactly. The we, sun we, has we, risen upon the east again. <laughs> Like, oh, you, reset the clock in my car. That's all I was good for. <laughs> Twice a year, resetting the clock in her car because she didn't know how to do it. Yes, I remember that. It took because- me four years to explain to her how to do it, and then the first time she tried to do it by herself, she had to call me because uh-huh. she was about to, like, put her car in the ditch. While she was driving, trying to do it. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, I have a very, I had a good mother-in-law. I really did. I mean, so, yeah. we had moments, but, I mean, yeah. So, yeah, the gospel cute. does, it, it, anyway. you know, the world doesn't bring you peace. The world no. brings a sword. Christ brings peace. So pray for Jack. Pray that he uh-huh. continues on to the peace. And by the way, Christian, um, if you're not standing for anything, then yeah, you might want to start. Yeah. Because they're going after him because he refuses to bow the knee. Mm-hmm. And this is this goes all the way back to the early church. They were asked, "Why? look, look, offer the pinch of incense. Kaiser Kurios. Caesar is Lord. Why can't you just say that? And the answer is because He's Jesus not. Jesus is, is Kurios. Jesus is Lord. Mm-hmm. I can't abide by Kaiser Kurios because he's not. And I won't offer the incense because it's a, an act of worship, and I don't worship a man. I worship God. Again, if they're not coming for you, it's because you're not standing up for anything. Now, look, yeah. you may just also not have a big enough platform. That's but true. That's true. It may be. So be don't, prepared. Don't think you're not. Be prepared. Be Gird prepared. thyself for battle. Because it is coming. Because again, they they've they've lost to this man already. But what are they mm-hmm. going? to, You know what? And you know what? Even if he wins this case, you know what's going to happen. There's in six months. They'll just find somewhere else. Someone else is going to go in yeah. there with intentions of asking for something that they know he's going to say no to, and they're going to go up that all over again. Yeah, they will come up. You with should only be allowed to sue somebody for the same thing a certain number of times. They That's will why come up with something else. Well, no, it's not even double. Well, they, right now they're proceeding with a civil case because the state threw out all the criminal cases because they've got this uh, anti-discrimination board council thing in Colorado oh, that okay. she that she reported him to. And then Ooh. when that didn't go anywhere, she's going to sue him civilly now for discriminating because you won't make me a cake. Look. Does she live in the same area I that don't he's even in? Care. Probably not. I don't even care. Go, if a business tells me I'm not doing that, you know what I do? I okay. go someplace else. Exactly. This has gotten ridiculous. Uh-huh. It's, now, if all the bakers tell you this, now you've got a discrimination question. But until that happens, no. But again, Christian, they're coming. They're not backing down. 
be prepared and be prepared to support people who are going to lose things because they stood firm. Remember, not everybody gets to go down the well and rescue baby Jessica. Mm-mm. But for every for the guy that gets to go down, how many people had to actually hold the rope he was attached to? Oh, it was a bunch. So yeah, there's going to be people that you didn't help. get the chance to stand firm, but there's going to be brothers and sisters in Christ around you who did. You need did. to hold them firm. Yeah, and you need to help mm-hmm. them and support them and, and undergird them because they're going to lose quite a bit. All right, you ready? Okay. <clears throat> Evergreen trees are racist or something. Evergreen trees? Yes. Okay, here's let's go with this one now. A Portland high school. Oh, they don't even they don't get a lick of ounce. There you of, go. Uh-uh. A Portland high school has postponed changing its mascot to an evergreen tree after a committee member raised concerns about its possible connotations to lynching. Now, just stop and think about that one for a minute. You can't lynch somebody on an evergreen tree. You would know that, you root a bigot. <laughs> The tree doesn't grow in the right way to have branches strong enough to do that. It's usually an oak tree. Only you would know that. You are from North Carolina, so that makes perfect from, sense. But, no, I mean, mm-hmm. anyway. And also, mm-hmm. yeah, it was always find the highest oak tree and string them up, all the bad now, guys. Now, here's what I love. Uh, but, Ida oh B. Gosh. Wells Barnett High School. Ida B. Wells. Adopted its namesake earlier this year after the Pulitzer Prize-winning African-American journalist mm-hmm. who extensively documented lynching at the turn of the 20th century. So they earlier just they just this year changed their name to Ida B. Wells Barnett High School because they wanted to honor the black reporter who covered lynching in the early 20th century. Okay. In explaining the reason for choosing this new mascot, Ellen Whatmore, that's actually her name, W-H-A-T-M-O-R-E, Whatmore, I ask that question every <laughs> single day. What more do you want? <laughs> Ellen Whatmore, a teacher and mascot committee member. Oh, that just sounds like something you do, like, on a Doesn't side. it, though? I mean, come on. I'm a mascot What do you member. do? I'm a teacher and a member of the mascot committee. This is the most woke thing ever. Said the evergreens are characterized by the life-giving force of their foliage, the strength of their massive trunk, and the depth of their roots in an individual tree and as a forest of trees. Kumbaya, my Sorry, tree. Sorry, no, I, I did not have anything like that. Kumbaya. Uh, that was just, no, wow. you know what I started thinking of? Do you remember what, that what, video? What kind of teacher is she? Does it say? It doesn't say. She must be an English teacher. Do you remember that story of the um, the crazy hippie lady with the the protesting of the logging of the forest? And that she's tied like, herself to the tree. No, 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 no. The one who climbed the tree. No, the one who was part of the the, the scream thing, and they're out there like, I want to mourn the forest, and when I saw them cut, I wanted to scream, and I didn't. And they're all like, you can scream, it's okay. And so oh, she, and then she this yes. stupid, she can't even scream like a girl. She's, I don't know what she did. That wasn't a yes. scream. Yes, I that immediately was- thought of that. <laughs> we, we need to be the fighting Ida Wells evergreens because we can go out into the old growth forest and, and scream for the raping of nature by you white men. Oh, what more? <laughs> yes, by, <laughs> by what more? Now, oh, despite no. the pagan gobbledygook of this, yes, exactly. they are characterized by the life-giving force of their foliage. No one can live off of a gr- an evergreen needle. 
You just haven't tried hard enough, apparently. I know you can make tea out of it, but well, you know, they do that on the those nature. Like, I know. I out in the middle of nowhere shows. My alone two my whatnot, two favorite but. nature shows are, are Naked and Afraid and Alone because what they both need to be renamed is watching people slowly starve to death. Yeah, exactly. Because while every, drinking needle tea. Yeah, everybody on a, everybody on Naked <laughs> and Afraid is like, we were out here for twenty one days and we survived just fine. Dave lost thirty seven pounds in his three week journey. Yeah, it's just a, Susan lost twenty two pounds. Fasting in the wild. That's what yeah. it should be called. Fasting. In the wild. And on alone, they get <laughs> uh-huh. some tools and, and they're they make it a little bit longer. But even still, like after 40 days in the Vancouver wilderness, you know, Sean lost 27 pounds. Uh-huh. Ain't nobody gained weight on these shows. Subsisting on a diet of three-day-old fish that he dried and tea made from the leaves of the nature around him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Sarah was eaten by a bear. <laughs> The bear survived. So yeah, so yeah. <laughs> the bear gained weight. Nobody this else is, did. This is pure paganism, characterized yes, by the life-giving force of their foliage, the strength of their massive trunk, and the depth of their roots. This this is ridiculous. Now now they uh, they did not just come up with this willy nilly. Oh, they didn't. The evergreen tree was the front runner of a mascot survey submitted to students and staff in February. The respondents numbered 420 different nominations. I just love that Portland teacher What More has 420 in nominations, which is like the pot time. <laughs> I mean, it just lines it all up. Come on, this you can't wow. get. But 420 respondents. This is this is. They didn't just like, hey, eight people named it Bodie McBoatface. Uh, yeah, really. You gotta be careful with when you ask the public for names. Yeah. So no, but they so now, a lot of them. So they they've done their homework, right? Mm-hmm. We've got paganism. We've got consensus. This is everything that the democratic socialists could ever want. But maybe we shouldn't. The Portland Public Schools Board of Education was set to vote on the new mascot last, mascot last Tuesday, but Director Michelle DePass, I DePass. Raised concerns about the tree's possible connotations with lynching in the early 20th century. Stop. How racist do you have to be to be like, we can be the evergreens, but but people were lynched on evergreens. Like that's where you went? Yeah, really. Why why do we why does everything have to come down to that? But that's your first thought when that, you see a tree is they hung back people on them. How terrible. Why, oh look, Portland, they don't like trees because that means people got hung on and that's what it represents. Then they should cut down every forest they got. Every I mean, tree. isn't Oregon like half trees? Yes. That's where like a lot of our ones. lumber comes from. Like big yes. massive trees, right? Yes. With massive trunks so and they, deep roots. If that's the case, <laughs> don't they want the logging companies to come in there and remove all these trees, yes, all these symbols of racism? symbols of racism and oppression. How can a black person possibly be expected to live in Oregon? How do they live in a house made I'm of boards? I'm mean, surrounded by violence. Anyway. Oh my goodness. This was her, this, you ready for the quote? This is brilliant. I'm wondering if there was any concern with the imagery there in using a tree as our mascot. To pass asked the remaining, uh, the renaming and mascot committee last week. I think everyone comes with blind spots, and I think that might have been a really big blind spot. See, I love that because she's not an insane, psychotic racist for seeing an evergreen dream and immediately thinking they lynched black people. You're a racist because you didn't because you didn't think that. You're just not sensitive enough and in tune with the violence of nature. Because you didn't think of it. Can I just ask one question? <laughs> sure. Okay. Every time we keep using this word, quote unquote, blind spot, when is the blind public going to become angry that they're using the fact that they cannot see as a reason for everything else? In about eight minutes. 
I'm just I've just noticed like every time I turn around we have you a blind ableist spot. swine exactly now we have the <laughs> the sight people who cannot see who are blind you're using their disability their so Whatever David, so what we it. basically need to go with wow. is David used a racial slur when he called him an uncircumcised Philistine. Yeah, I guess is that so. what we isn't that what we learned? Oh, that's already in mommy blogs. All oh, over I'm place. sure. So it let's is. not go there with that. With yeah, but now, but no, no, but here's the thing. Okay, Everything. this is the ridiculousness of the world. Yes, it and is. And this is why, Christian, again, you had best be willing to root your understanding of this world in Scripture. Because if you can't, you're stuck standing in midair arguing with people who are just going to float higher than you at every opportunity. And you're fussing See, with clouds. You're, well, because your first thought would be like, if you're in this meeting, like, really? You thought that evergreen trees are racist because people might have been lynched from them a hundred years ago, and we can't use that as our woke Scott, you know, our woke mascot, because other people might assume that. How crazy racist are you? No, 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 you don't understand, child. I'm not crazy racist. You have not identified your blind spots because you don't see how all the trees are racist and evil. When you try to argue with logic, there isn't any. No, there's You not. can't have a battle of wits with, with unarmed, unarmed people. people. Exactly, and that's the problem. 90% what you need of the to come back at and say is, that's insane. The tree is neither good or evil. Uh-huh. It has neither good or evil implications. Just like slavery, it was a tool used by sinful people to accomplish sinful things. Notice what word we use there. What's the cure for the sinful people using the sinful things? It is the grace and mercy of God as revealed uh-huh. in Christ. See, now I'm actually having a discipleship an evangelistic argument. I'm getting down to the root problem. No, the problem is not the tree. The Mm. problem is not what you think of when you see the tree. The problem is evil people that hate you. See, that's racism. I hate people. Why? Because they're different. You know, that's not how this works. God Uh made all of these people in the image of God, and male and female, he created them. Uh So when uh, Autumn Scardina wants to, I don't should look up what her name used to be, when she wants to destroy the creation that God has made, she is violating her relationship with God. She exactly. is saying, you have failed me. I mean... Which is why she'll never be happy. When we reject the beauty of things like musical notation that enable us to produce marvelous pieces of music, what we're rejecting is the brilliance, the intelligence, and the order and design and function that God has placed into the universe. And when we reject, well, we can't use trees because people might think that that's from lynching, and that's why we're doing it, because we're the we're the Ida B. Wells Barnett lynchers, and that would just be a terrible thing for people to think about us. From a state that wasn't even around during that time. That's insane. Insane, and the reason so. it's insane is because your mind has been warped by sin. That you see mm-hmm. offense at every turn that you go around. You need to repent, believe in Christ, and have your mind transformed by His mercy and grace. See, now we're actually getting back to the good places. Now we're actually getting back to where these things can make sense again and matter. Mm-hmm. You've got to be grounded for these conversations, Christian. If you're not. You two, to quote the great theologian Linus, are doomed. Doomed. Right. So what have we learned here today, children? Uh, As I shuffle my papers around some more. You need to be explained. You need to be able to explain why you do what you do. Not just what you do, but why, why? you do it. Even if you can, they will still come for you. Exactly. They're coming for you, whether you can explain it or not. And submit everything to Christ or else. Yep. Because if you don't, there's not going to be anything left to stand on.
questions, comments, complaints, send them to info at practicaltheologyministries.com. You can go to the website, practicaltheologyministries.com. Find all the good resources, all the good links that you want to get with. Uh, enjoy it. Share with your friends and neighbors. We've been having a little bit of a spike in downloads, and we appreciate that. So we appreciate you guys sharing and passing this along. We enjoy this. By the way, India, you're slacking. Australia has passed you up this month thus far. So just, <laughs> just so you know. And according, uh, according to the, it's all in Tasmania. All in Tasmania. So apparently Taz is downloading. So, ah, so whoever is in Tasmania, I do not mean to insult you. We appreciate you guys and, and love oh, yeah. it. So yeah, I just I have fun. If you haven't figured out by now, I'm going to pick on me, you, and everybody else. So until we meet again, read your Bible. It'll do you good. Bye. <laughs>